Today is Mother's Day. And I'm going to put a few verses on the wall for you. And you can follow me. I'm going to try and help us celebrate this day with a message. And I like the way Brother Arm put it. A message that is going to help all of us, not just for this week, but as long as we are alive. Let's look at three passages that I'm going to also put some other passages together with them. Two from the Old Testament. One is Exodus chapter 20. I believe it's verse 15. Exodus Book of Exodus, chapter 20. That is where we have the Ten Commandments. And verse 12. That's the first passage. Exodus 20, verse 12. And it says, Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. All right. Let's look at another uh, passage in the Old Testament that is just a restatement of Exodus chapter 20 verse 12 and that is Deuteronomy Chapter 5, verse 16. Deuteronomy chapter 5 and verse 16. Honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God has commanded you that your days may be prolonged and that it may go well with you on the land which the Lord your God gives you. Amen? Now let's look at Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 6, that is in the New Testament. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. Children, Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Amen? You're probably wondering, why, why is it necessary 
for God to give this command to the children of Israel. You would think it's automatic for everybody to love their parents. Isn't that what you will assume? You know, people that brought you into this world, people that provided for you when you couldn't provide for yourself, why in the world will you not honor them? So we ask ourselves the question, why is God saying this? Well, if you pick up uh, the Petaluma Press Democrat or the Marine IJ or the Oakland, what is the paper Oakland called? Tribune. You will find out real quick why this promise, why this commandment is still necessary and is still necessary for us to continue and continue to emphasize it. A lot of people love their mothers on Mother's Day. Some mothers that have not seen their kids for weeks and weeks and weeks will see them on Mother's Day. And for some reason, we just feel that if we do something good once a year, it'll be sufficient. Some people have the audacity to say, my parents have offended me. I don't get along with my parents. So I'm not going to do anything. For them. Now, some don't even say it verbally. You don't have to tell somebody you don't care about them verbally. Uh, I can't sing, so I would have been able to sing it for you. But, but there was a singer that wrote and said, if you say you love me the way you do, why do you treat me like you do? Okay. <laughs> so it, it's really important for us to understand that the commands of God are actually, this may be redundant, but they are in the present tense. And in the present tense, it means it goes on and on and on and on. It's not a commandment that was given to you when you were two years old. And now that you are 15, 20, 25, 30, that it no longer applies to you. The word of God is alive and it is living and it continues to apply to you every single day of your life. Now let's look at these passages that we just read today and the word that is really, really important in that passage is 
honor. Honor, and they all have, of course, they're quoting each other or restating it. Honor your father and your mother. Honor your father and your mother. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Then it says this in another form. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. Honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God has commanded you. So what does it mean? Well, the first thing that it means is that you honor your parents by learning from their faith and their teaching. You honor your parents by learning from their faith and their teaching. So this is not just a message for children, but it's also a message for mothers. I am teaching my children by the way I behave, by the speech that comes out of my mouth, and from my, the conduct of my life. I am teaching. Because if you're going to be, listen to this. Uh, let's put 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 3 through 4 on the wall so everybody can see it. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verses 3 and 4. Give proper recognition to those widows who are really in need. But if a widow has children or grandchildren, these, these children and grandchildren should learn first of all to put their religion into what? Practice. Practice. By doing what? caring for their own family and so repaying their parents and grandparents for this is pleasing to God. Paul is here trying to teach the church. There are a lot of needs in the church and they're taking care of the poor, they're taking care of the sick, they're taking care of children, they're taking care of elders and he's saying, now there are some widows there. Now, the church should take care of widows. But if you have widows in there who still have their children and their grandchildren, it's saying it should not be the responsibility of the church to take care of the widows, but the children ought to take care and the grandchildren ought to take care of the widows. And it is really interesting because Paul uh, says in there, this is the way you repay your parents for all that they have put into you. Now, let's look at 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 5. 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 5.
I have been reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and I'm persuaded now lives in you also. Did you get that? So what you do, what you say is affecting your children and your grandchildren. Amen? Amen? Amen. Right now. Alondra, you guys start with Francisco right now. Amen? Amen. You don't wait. I'm not a psychologist, so I I I can't make this, but I have read from most respectable psychologists that when your child is 10 years old, that is the wrong time to start training them. Amen? Amen. Now, can you look at this? When your child is growing up, you didn't bring your child to church. And then when they're 10 years old, you're trying to convince them they need to come to church with you. It's not going to work. They've seen too much. Amen. Amen. When they're growing up, you use every language in the house. You fight in front of them. You call each other names in front of your children. And then when they're five years old, you ask, I don't know where you got that from. (laughs) Amen? Amen. Some people start talking to their children while they're in the womb. Amen? Amen? So it's really important. Mothers play a significant role in the life of children. And I can remember, just like it was yesterday, some of the things my mother did when I was three, four, and five years old. Even when she was pinching me. I could remember all of those. You don't know African mothers. Oh, my Lord, I wish I could tell you a lot about African mothers. <laughs> yeah, they'll be pinching you and expecting you to enjoy it, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Learning means observing, hearing, and doing. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. Be careful, little ears, what you hear. Be careful, little feet, where you go. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But it is important, you know, you... Teaching is not just telling somebody. 
Amen. It's not just telling them. You are teaching them every day. You are teaching them when they're in the car with you and you're driving and you're swearing at everybody. And then you come to church and raise your hand. Hallelujah. Praise Jehovah. And, and they say, wait a minute. You are split personality. They don't tell you that, but they are like computers, and it is in their drive. Amen. They don't use no floppy or anything like that. It's in their hard drive. And they bring it up. Amen. You know, sometimes you teach your children the wrong way. I I used to punish my children. For 40 years, I am not kidding you. <laughs> I'm just preparing you. They may do this this month when they try to roast me. Amen. Mothers are wonderful. When they come home with bad grades, they show it to their mother. Because they know exactly what is going to come out of my mouth. You are grounded for 20 months. Go in your room. (laughs) And they actually got to the point where they would take the punishment gladly. Because they know it's not going to last but five hours. <laughs> but there are a lot of things your children learn from you. You don't even have to open your mouth. A lot of things they learn from you. Uh, I know this is Mother's Day, but I want, I want the uh, uh, fathers to listen too. Amen. My last birthday, shall I put something on Facebook that really got to me? And I cried after I read it. And he was wishing me happy birthday and said he thanks God the way I raised them that they don't hate the church. Because I gave them my time also. This is extremely important. Those little creatures that are running around your house right now. (laughs) Amen. I didn't I didn't think Shola was gonna be a pastor. I didn't know Joshua was going to be an international basketball player. I didn't know Shante was going to be so gifted, but from youth, I knew what my responsibilities were as a father. But I can tell you this. The most important thing is this. Even when they were having difficult time, they knew they could always go to their mother. 
Joshua wrote me, said, please buy mom whatever she wants, and I'll pay you back. So I'm going to go get you that Mercedes Benz. <laughs> he didn't put no limit on me. <laughs> Learn from their faith and their teaching. And when you put it in them, they never forget. They never forget. I know why Shauna is here today. She doesn't have to tell me. I know she could be at her church ushering and bossing everybody. But I believe she is here today to respect her mom. For all those years that her mom served in this church before God called her to glory. They learn from you. They learn. Number two, honor and respect your mother. Honor and respect your mother. The the basic meaning of the word Honor in the Hebrew is to give weight to. To be heavy. And later on in Hebrew culture, it turned to mean to be wealthy. Your mama is valuable. She is precious. There's a saying in Yoruba that the father is like the mirror, but the mother is a jewel, a precious metal that cannot be bought. To honor your mother simply means to take her seriously. Offering profound respect and a place of importance to her. The the opposite of it is to trivialize her. To treat her as if she did not matter. Ask Ask from some of us that our mothers are no longer here. Every opportunity. Don't Don't be with your mother only because she is sick. Take care of her. Now, since we're doing uh, spiritual gifts this week, I mean this last month, I just wanted today to honor some mothers here. I want to honor you because there is something that you give to your kids that made them 
become active on teams in this church. I'm not just talking about them coming to church. Okay. Anybody can come to church. But when a mother has made it so that their kids are not only in the church, but they are active on a team, leading a team, and being involved in a team, you have done superbly. And you ought to be recognized. So I'm going to honor the first lady first. Amen. 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 What can I say about her? You don't have time. But I tell you that uh, I've told her this before. Well, I'm glad that uh, she decided to stop running away from me. She used to drive that black uh, Mustang that I used to watch in Marine City just <laughs> drive by. I was doing what they call drive-by sneaking. But I thank God for her, uh, not only because she's a great mother, a wonderful wife, but not just that, but her own father recognized the mother spirit in her. Usually in most families, the oldest is given the responsibility to be in charge. But sometimes you see the mother instinct in not the oldest, but the one that you see doing it. I, I, can, I remember when her mom wasn't doing well. In fact, since we married, her mother never been that well. She has spent so much time at our house and Frida taking care of her just like she is the mother. And she does that for everybody. Uh, I call her daycare, section eight daycare. I say, I, I see what other people are charging. Why you have this section eight daycare charging? She said, it's not about money. It is ministry for me. Anyway, but I'm not recognizing her for all that, but I'm recognizing her for the way that she brought up her children. They are all on a team. I know Joshua is usually not here, but wherever he's been, that he's been involved in church, whether it be uh, China with people, uh, Kansas, uh, 
uh, now in Italy. He has always been involved because of the training that's been given to, to him. So I, I just want to thank her for being a great mother. I don't know which one. I think it's this one here. And she loves Steph Curry. So I have a jersey from Steph for you. <laughs>